Really? All about that paper boy. Got a team to serve a paper. Cali to Decatur. Stack it. Paper boy. Paper boy. All about that paper boy. Yeah. I keep a team. Uh. I'm stacking up this paper, man, and I can make that paper flip, that paper flip, paper flip. Watch me make this paper flip and head to Magic City, and I bet that paper make a strip. Paper man, paper man, catch me in the paper man, like Wall Street Journal, yeah, cause I be getting paper man, that paper man, paper man. Yeah, I'm hey everyone, welcome to Situation Pod of Me, a sitcom discussion podcast. We are back in 2016. Uh, couldn't stay away from you. Um, I'm your host, Leighton, and uh, I'm here with uh, Damon, who's in D.C. How you doing, Damon? Yo, what's going on, folks? We are back in this edge. <laughs> Great. Uh, and uh, we've also got uh, Alex, who's in uh, the Los Angeles area. How you doing, Alex? Hello, everybody. I'm back. All right. Um, so, you know. Situation Potomy is on Twitter, Situation Potomy is on Facebook, and Situation Potomy is all about sitcoms. So let's start with the first one, which is uh, sort of a, not really a sitcom, but uh, a dramedy, yeah, yeah, from what I've seen. Uh, Atlanta, the new show with uh, Donald, starring, created, you know, written by uh, Donald Glover and starring Donald Glover. He plays a, um, hmm, how do, how, how do you, he plays, from the first episode he plays, what's the name of his character? Earn. Earn. Yep. Earn. Um, Earn is kind of a really smart, down on his luck, lazy dude. guy. Mm-hmm. He's lazy. Yeah. Like, he, that's the biggest they, thing. Super bright, just lazy. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I've only seen the first episode, but from the first episode, he drops out of uh, Princeton University. He has no money. Um, doesn't really have a house. He, he, has, he has a baby mom's. Who actually has a job? Um, and a house. But he and a house, yes. And then what? In the first episode, we see that um, he has his cousin, uh, who is an up-and-coming rapper by the name of Paperboy. He's the hottest um, rapper in Atlanta right now. Yeah. Yep, in the streets. Paperboy, all about paper, paper, paper boy. Paperboy. So yep, a lot of actual rapping, uh, you know. And uh, Earn decides that he wants to. Um, Become be the a man- part of it. Be a part of it and become Paperboy's manager. Um, and um, there's a lot of, um, you know, it's it's um, it, it's not really a traditional sitcom, but there are very funny moments. Uh, uh, it. It's a lot uh, closer to Louis C.K. sitcom. It's mm-hmm. it's very close to Louis C.K. Um, I really enjoyed um, Paperboy's right hand man, he Darius, who just. Drop some weird lines throughout mm-hmm. the entire first episode. He, Darius is my favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I'm intrigued by the first episode because it kind of starts with um, um, with uh, kind of violent, uh, uh, surprisingly violent, uh, and uh, it ends uh, with our with some of our characters uh, being arrested. Um, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. You really need um, to see I, the second episode. I'm all like. Yeah, I it's it's really difficult for us to have this conversation without you having seen the second, seen the episode. second episode. 
Because the second episode, okay. because, yeah, the, second the first episode one in the perspective. Continues that story. Yeah, it yeah. puts it all into context. Yeah. yeah. And so when it originally aired, it aired as one long episode. Yeah, one hour. So you got an hour of it. So you saw episode one and two together. So you kind of see how things turned out and how they got the way they were, and you see the resolution of everything. So ah. it will be – what? I said, ah, okay. Oh, yeah. So we really can't discuss what happens too much we can kind of get into the gist of the characters and what the what you know kind of like what's going on with them and everything so you you know you obviously got earn you got his cousin who's paper boy trying to blow up and you got his boy darius and so earn himself who damon said is is a uh he's a he's a different kind of dude he's 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 smart and they mentioned that he went to princeton or something princeton and he just dropped out or something yeah you know they mentioned that like you know, even his own cousin's like, what, what's wrong with him? Why did he do that? And he has a, I don't even know, a girl, baby, baby mama. Um, yeah, baby mama. Um, and he's temporarily living with her. And she's like, well, all right, this is cool, but you, you got to, you know, pay some money. You got a mouth to feed. So Earn is this dude who I think, you know, Damon said it right, where dude is just kind of lazy. And now all of his laziness and his being lackadaisical, starting to catch up with him and he's starting to see now that he has a daughter and you know things are real like he's got to step it up and, and grow and take it to the next level and so this opportunity you're getting with his cousin is his foot in the door to do something greater and it obviously sounds like he knows music very well mm-hmm. you know because they enter they do introduce uh a former co-worker like he worked at a radio station so mm-hmm. uh i did there was a there's a good joke uh, with the N word there and the and the oh my god that, yeah in that first episode that was uh, it's subtle but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and they definitely paid off um, hell yeah it should paid off and that shit is so true so true yeah um yeah um so uh, you know what uh, we'll we'll catch up on this in another week once I uh, yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed yeah. it and um, and I plan on watching it more. Um, but speaking of FX shows, did any of you guys see the new Pamela Adlin show? I did. Um, okay. So, so Dan, tell me a little bit about the new pa- Pamela Adlin, Adlin show. So, what's it called? Something bigger? Something better hey, well, things? Something be- better things. Better, this was better things. But how about this before you even do that and oh. get into the show? we got to introduce who she is because not everybody may know who she is in the first place. Ah, okay. So, That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Pamela Adlin is a... Uh, comedian, she. If you watched um, well, Lucky Louie, which would be the show on right. um, HBO, before, you know that was only there for one season. She played Louis C.K.'s wife on that show, um, and she's been um, done a lot of episodes of Louie as um, sort of his uh, uh, his friend, his, his friend. friend slash fuck buddy, I guess, who kind of mean to him at times, but likes him at times. Oh, she loves him. Like, probably yelling. Not in love with him, but she loves him. Like she cares for him. Yeah. Like she. He's apparently she's Bobby Hill on King of the Hill. Yeah, she does the yeah. voice work. She was the voice of Bobby I, Hill. Oh, I. You know what? I didn't realize her name was Pamela Siegel. Okay. 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 Um. So uh, yeah. So she. So she. So. Um. Based on uh, her performances in, and her connection to Louis C.K., she's gotten this her, her new show called uh, Better Things, and this is a show that's pretty much created by. Created by and starring her, um, she plays an actress who's raising three daughters. And uh, first, the pilot is written by Adeline and directed by C.K. There's a ten-episode order, 
And uh, we're about, uh, I don't know how many episodes we're in, but uh, three. we're three episodes in, and Damon, well, let me hear what Hold you're Hold on, wait, we're that, we're that far into that show? Yeah. Wow, completely under my radar. Three or four, four. actually. However many episodes yeah. of uh, Atlanta there are. Four. That's how many better things are. Yeah, so four episodes in. Okay, so they both premiered at the same time. Same week, because um, oh, wow. Atlanta's on Tuesday, better things on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing about better things. Like, so if you're familiar with Pamela Adlin, you have an idea of what you think she's going to be. Because you think she's going to be the woman that she's been in Louie that you've come to be comfortable with. But that's not who she is. She's yeah. actually like a really caring mom who kind of sells out everything for her kids. And, you know, she's an actress who hasn't been able to get much actual work. There's a scene early in there where um, she shows up for an acting gig and there's another lady who looks really, really similar to the way Pamela Allen does. She's in, um, she was in House of Cards as a journalist. And the two of them are clearly friends because they go to, you know, very similar, uh, uh, auditions. And they're having a conversation, they're laughing. And then Julie Bowen comes out of the room. And he was like, fuck that, I'm leaving. He's like, you're not going to do it? I was like, that's Julie Bowen. <laughs> We're not getting this. And it, it was like a, this really, really great look at, A, the way that, you know, these Hollywood auditions really work. Whoever's hot, whoever's like the perfect mom, that person is going to get the role. And this is how it's going to be. Like, it doesn't matter, like, if you're struggling, if you're if you're good in the past, whoever's that hot, that's what's going to happen. So you have to you know, rely on what's making you money. And for her, that's voice work. You know, but she's um, raising three very different daughters. Does three. this show take place in New York or? Nah, California. California, okay. L.A. Yeah, and um, the daughters are very different, like very different stages of their development, very different stages of their lives. And, and you know, they, they kind of, they react to her differently. And, you know, she it's, it's very cool because she has different scenes with, the different daughters and you know you can tell she's the mother that's trying um you know it's it's i i enjoy pamela Adlin a lot you know there's a lot more heart to it than i think a lot of people thought particularly because they have an idea of who she's supposed to be from louis but this is kind of a, a much closer probably a reflection of who she is as a real person not as the caricature that she like this new york caricature that she is on louis Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not always laugh out loud funny, which, you know, I kind of feel like is what the modern day sitcom is. You know what I mean? Like, it's not mm-hmm. laugh out As long as it's not on the big three or big four. I can't even call it big four because NBC sucks at this point. But, um, like, you're just not going to have regular sitcoms. Like, it just doesn't work that way anymore. Where dramedy is much closer to what everyone's doing now. Right. Yeah. But yeah, this is a good show. I, I enjoy it. Um, it doesn't resonate with me the same way Atlanta does, but that's for a completely different reason. Um, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to talk with Luke Cage at all, but there's very. If we are, I'll bring this point up later. If we aren't, then I have to make the point now. So okay, let me know. Um, 
let's uh, let's let's talk about it. We'll talk about Luke Cage. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. So your mind. So so here's the deal, and this has been coming up pretty regularly for me and some of my friends. We've been talking about this. The smart middle class black kid is now starting to represent the voice of the black community. Um, for the longest time in all of our sitcoms and the way that you know we've been portrayed to the world, it's always been the struggle. It's always been, you know, poor folks just kind of scratching to get by. You know, now we are second generation college kids. You know, it's it's smart middle class black kids who are like they're representing our voice in a way that is just it resonates with me in almost everything we do. Somebody like Donald Glover, super talented, you know, went to all the the uh NYU, you can say. Yeah, yeah, I know he went to NYU, but he also went to performing arts school for the gifted when he was in Georgia in high school. Um mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he's destined he's been destined to do good things for a very long time. But he also isn't exactly what you would associate with blackness all the time. Right? Because people have this idea that you either have to be one or the other. But that kid is who is part of the voice of leading the South. And then you, you look at Luke Cage, you know, Cheo Hidori Cocker. Um, he's like a hip hop historian. He's, you know, brilliant dude, wrote some books. He's been down every pretty much influential piece of hip hop documentation that has come out in the past 10 or 15 years, he's been a part of. Mm-hmm. And this dude is the creator the writer and the producer of Luke Cage, right? So all of these kids, smart middle class black kids, uh, you know, born in the late seventies, early eighties, now coming of age, and they all have a baseline in hip hop. So the way that they relate all of their stories is going to immediately resonate with us, because that's the same baseline, that's the same place that all of our shit comes from. So. When I look at Atlanta, I look at Luke Cage, you know, I look at a lot of the black stuff that's coming out, um, like even Empire. Like Empire is a soap opera that's based around hip-hop in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Without hip-hop, without the way shit goes down, you don't have Empire. Mm-hmm. So all of the, all that shit, all this, like the hip-hop baseline, like the, is, that shit is starting to to come out in ways that I didn't necessarily consider. But now it, it hits me over the head every time I see it, and I'm happy about it. So, yeah, that, that was my big point. I love Luke Cage. I, obviously, you know, <laughs> I love Atlanta. But, you know, the deeper look, that's more what I, that's also what I see. Cool, 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 cool. I, 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 that's an interesting. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta think about that. I, I, you know, I definitely had not um, thought that way before. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's you're, you're not writing the lowest common denominator anymore because the people who are writing it are more middle class, more educated, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I totally get what you're saying. And think about, think are about people? Well, hold on. And are people of color, dude? Mm-hmm. That is oh, yeah. one thing yeah. now. Yeah. We like for all Damon was saying, like the one important thing is it's written by people that resonate with us because it's written by people that are like us and are black. Like it for for how long have we had you know non 
you know, minority people write stories about minority because they under, they thought they understood how we felt or they understood the, the struggle we've been in. And not to knock a lot of those people, right. because I'm not saying that nobody can empathize and nobody can really see what we what happened. But for us, for the story to be written by us based on how we've lived and how we've come along, that changes the dynamic. And that's the thing about Atlanta and, like you said, Luke Cage, and using the context of the hip-hop generation is that you look at the characters in the show, and you look at, especially Atlanta, you look at Earn. Earn's character is a dude that obviously loves hip-hop and loves music. But at the same time, we know that he's the dude that's considered somewhat of a nerd, somewhat corny and you know obviously he had the upper education but guess what that didn't make him anywhere different from anybody else he's standing out there kicking it with his cousin smoking a j after a concert doing you know kicking it doing you know he's he he, he's got a baby mama yep you know what i'm saying like still caught in a situation where guns still all of this right still in that situation it's a you know like he's a complex character and we are a complex people just as much as a white person can be a complex human being. Uh, Asian person can be a complex human being. Uh, Latin person, you know, personal Latino descent can be. Um, we are a not complex monolith. Person. Right, and so that's I think that's the thing that makes a difference, and, and especially with the things that are going on in this country right now. Now, like to have shows like this that really show who we are is an important thing because it at least you know it's going to show the world and other people that we are more than just what you wrote about. And that's just something that's always been, you know, happening in modern Western society. It goes all the way to the Native Americans being in, you know, dime store novels, you know. So, you know, I think it is a different thing, and it's nice to see that come up. Now, I might not watch all of them, so, such as, like, Insecure, just not me, but I, oh, I feel I Did you not watch all the Abyss of yeah, the Awkward Black Girl? Not. No, I haven't watched no, it. I did not. I've not, I've not, not watched it. Yeah. I, okay, so first thing y'all need to do. Before uh-huh. you watch Insecure, is you need to watch nah, Miss nah. Avengers, the Awkward Black Girl. Each episode nah. is like four minutes long. I, I, uh, I'm not a YouTube guy. That's why I uh, have <laughs> You know what, though? I'm not I, a YouTube I, guy. I do not take that as being a valid point because this <laughs> not a young people thing, man. I no, no, absolutely not. And for, and for, for us, that's not, that's not a valid point. If you if you watch the show, there's gonna be shit about that that resonates with you within like the first five minutes. But I mean, keep in mind, each, like I said, each episode is four minutes long. You got four minutes. You watched a trailer recently for some shit that's coming up that's four minutes long. And Issa <laughs> Rae, who is you know who's been a leading voice for young black women of this middle class, educated ilk. You know, for y'all to just be like, nope, and completely dismiss it, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Y'all watch enough bullshit all right, well, that comes on that's like 45 minutes long. Right, You're right, not going to sit up here and watch BoJack right, Horseman man. and not watch that shit. Fuck that. No. <laughs> I'm pulling both of y'all to the rug on this. It is bad that I haven't watched it. It is bad that I haven't. Yeah. No, 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 not even that y'all haven't watched it. Both of y'all sat up here and just told me that you refused to watch it. And then gave me a bullshit reason. Fuck that. Both of you need to do it. And I'm going to need some report back next time we do this. I didn't give you you no reason. I just told you I didn't watch it. Lay was the one talking about I'm not a YouTuber. I watch shit out of YouTube videos. You? Oh, man. 
Oh, yeah, I watch a lot of shit on, like, YouTube. You do realize you're not helping yourself now, right? <laughs> oh. That means you willfully ignore. No, 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 no. I'm going to stand by my word. I just, I probably, it was too okay playery. That, that means. That, no, that's, not, that's not legit. <laughs> I'm just honestly the real reason dude i just i never like found an interest to watch it like when it was popping i was like oh all right i should check it out and just just never ever fucking took the chance to go that way over there like i just i didn't that's the honest honest to god truth i have nothing against against it at all it's just i didn't watch it I re-showed that to my sister, so I just I rewatched it this weekend because I showed it to my sister for the first time. I was like, "Yo, you know what's?" She's like, "Who this Issa Rae?" I was like, "You never seen Mr. Avengers: Awkward Black Girl?" She was like, "Nah." So I showed it to her, and like once again, it resonated with me, and I recognized why people cheer for Issa Rae, why she's become a champion for you know really intelligent black women, a voice for them. That's not, you know, Ava DuVernay or, you know, that doesn't look like anything else. Like, Issa Rae is really fucking talented. She's really incredible. And, so, like, this was just something that she did with no money. And now we have an opportunity to see and support her with HBO money behind her. Like, come on, man. This was um, oh. Insecure is her second one, her second show, right? Because um, if I remember correctly, didn't she have like an initial pilot with um, HBO and that didn't go through? It was basically and, Awkward Black Girl. Yeah. And then like they they tried again and yeah. uh, they got this one to work. Yeah. <laughs> Damn late. What? No, I, this is I, the way you said it, dude. They, they really wanted to like, be in business. With her. They really wanted to be in business with her. Well, right, right. Yeah. And the first one didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because she got the she got the pilot deal, and HBO got right of first refusal on like the first three or four. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um. Well, to keep it at, uh, to go uh, to do a one eighty from what we've just been talking about. Um. We yeah, can we get our black cards back? Because they trying to take. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, no, I'm we'll holding go, those. Let's, he was trying to take that shit hard. Let's I'm let's, uh, let's let's uh, let's. Let's go one eighty uh, until uh, next week when we will get our black cards back uh, from Damon um, to um, as white as it come, which is uh, the new show, uh, The Good Place, <laughs> starring uh, Kristen Bell <laughs> and uh, Ted Danson, and um, uh, what is the name of this? We got a place. Chitty. So he's another he, three name black dude. Uh, his his name is William Jackson Harper, and did not tell you. Chiefy, yeah. Uh, so so uh, Kristen Bell plays Eleanor Shellstrop, uh, someone who has uh, died in a rather embarrassing manner, and she's sent to the afterlife. Uh, due to a mix-up, she's sent to the uh, the good place instead of the uh, bad place, and uh, where everyone has their idealized home, their ideal they, they get to live with their soulmates, um, and they just live their life uh, happily. Um, the, the, this afterlife is kind of managed by Ted Danson's character, um, Michael. He's a, he's a facilitator. Um, we've also got some co-stars. Uh, William Jackson Harper plays um, Kristen Bell's soulmate. He was a professor, professor of ethics uh, 
in, in, in when he was alive. Um, we've also got uh, uh, what is the name of the woman? Um, Darcy Carden uh, as the um, no, I'm sorry, Jamila Jamil as uh, Tahani Al Jamil, a, a deceased wealthy woman uh, who who her soulmate turns out to be um, a monk. Uh, a silent Buddhist monk, yeah. and uh, does not speak through the entire episode. So I've I've seen the first episode. The first episode is sort of a double episode. Yeah, um, so, and of course episode. the show is created by um, the Shore. Yeah. Um, the so people the show, behind the uh, Parks and Rec, right? Right. Mike Michael Shore, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn yep. Nine Nine. Yep. Yep. The Office. Uh, this one uh, first episode is directed by uh, Drew Goddard. We might uh, book. I'm sure Damon knows from uh, the Cabin in the Woods and absolutely, yeah. Uh, so he's a big fan of that. Um, so now I actually really enjoyed um, this uh, this uh, show. Um, I, I think it fits in well with what NBC can do. They can't go, you know, too risque with this. You know, religion. You know, they never went uh, very specific on what the religion is. They just um, they. Um, well, he summed it up, Michael. Yeah, he says well. He's like. Every, Everybody's a little right. Like every religion got about five percent right. Yeah, they're like five percent of the afterlife was right, except for uh, how was that dude's name? Right, the one guy that they mentioned. Canadian dude, everything fantastic. like which yes, Canadian fantastic. dude? Yeah, that was the best. That was the biggest laugh in the entire episode for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, I I thought it was you know it was funny and built up um some interesting. I, I'm int- I'm interested to see where they can go with uh. These episodes, you guys know, I, I love a high con- I, lo- I love a high, high concept. concept. So this is um, just definitely uh, this high is concept. A, this, high this, concept. Uh, I, I'm, nope. I'm always willing to see where they. Nope. 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 That's it, folks. That's it for the good place. Like, you put a high concept behind it. It's canceled. It's gone. Uh, just like mythology. No, yeah, no, no. There goes another show I love. Nope. Down the drain. This, this show is having like, uh, solid ratings. Solid ratings so far. Um, it's doing as well as Superstore, and Superstore is back. Um. I think uh, Kristen Bell is charming. Um, she's kind of playing like uh, I like little flashbacks to when she was an, an asshole as a as a uh, when she was alive. She's I thought those were cute and funny. Yeah, she was, wait, what? Well, you know, is she? You know, the, the, the show kind of brings up you know, it's not as though she you know killed anyone. She was just um, selfish. 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 Is, mm-hmm. is, is, is that a reason for her to be? In the bad place. Uh, well, yeah. her, and let's, let's mention. Let's mention one thing. Has her um, soulmate put it when she described she sold fake medicine yeah. to people. She defrauded. No, well, old that's what she was. She she was doing defrauded old and sick people. She was, and was wasn't she the top seller? No, yes. she was horrible. Yeah, for five years straight. He was like, you do five years straight. She was, help. she was. Uh, she was doing. Uh, a job. She was doing a sales job. She was a salesperson. She works for a company. You know, it's a tough economy out there. Wow. Yeah. So, so uh, the ethics class. Right. I need to, talk to I need, I need a cheaty. That's for sure. All right. Um, Gotta get cheaty on the horn, cut. Now let, let me go to my supporter, Alex. Alex, what do you think about this show? Uh, I like the show. So you've only seen one episode. Well, it's the double episode. The first. You saw the double. Okay, so you yeah, saw the first, first two. Series. I'm three. I saw. So I saw the first three episodes, and I have to say I'm right with you. I liked it. It fits right with what NBC is doing right now because their shows like Superstore. If you notice a lot of their shows, they're safe and they're they're sunshiny. 
Yeah, they're, they're happy. They're, they're happy shows. They're and tepid. A lot of you, there's a lot of filming that takes place outside during the day. Very few right. night shoots. Which is, which is good for them because it goes right against everything that they have planned on later during the week because it's all dark and dangerous stuff that they have happy shows. They try to go a little edgier with, with comedy and they try to go quote unquote high, really high concept with, uh, what was it? A to Z. Yeah. And you know, they failed, they failed miserably all their new shows po- in the post parks and rec, you know, the office world. So for them to get back into the sunshiny shows, is really cool. It kind of reminds me of, um, what ABC did in the early two thousands when they had, you know, better off ten, and they had shows that had they were bright colors, sunshiny. That, now that was know? some high concept shit that was fantastic, though. Oh no, it was absolutely, yeah, absolutely great high concept. But so, it, it absolutely paved the way for where ABC is right now. Absolutely. Without better, without shows like Better Off Ten, you wouldn't you wouldn't have Modern Family. You wouldn't have shit you have. You're right. Yeah, and which it's a safe lane for NBC to do that because they need to jazz it up. NBC used to be the comedy juggernaut, and now yeah. who the, who the hell is watching them? ABC. Fox and CBS are mopping the floor. Let's 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 put it in order. CBS, yep. ABC, yeah. and then Fox, and then Fox, and then which M- is still bad. And NBC is damn near with fucking CW at this point because once Crazy Ex Girlfriend comes back, you know I'm, I'm pretty sure Crazy Ex Girlfriend may get close to the same numbers as the NBC sitcoms. Right. And 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 so for them to you know put a show hey, out like that, they got to be competing. I like I. I like it. Besides the politics of what we're saying is, you know, where these networks need to be, mm-hmm. the show itself, I think, it's it's well acted. Everybody's great. It is well acted. Now, no, Ted Danson was a surprise to me, dude. I, oh, Ted, no. What? Like, oh, what? Ted Danson would be yeah, about to say. Ted Danson has never been on a bad television show. No, no, that's not true. He's never been you bad. He has been You're on You're not going to tell me that you didn't like Becker or something. Or no, I didn't enjoy that show, but I'm saying... I don't like Becker at all. Yeah, I'm saying that he's never been bad. Ted Danson, though, I mean, even in Fargo last season, he was he dope. was good. He was good. He was and good. I'm sure, he was good. Dude, that, had, that had to be what got him this show. Yeah, I agree. Like somebody was like, "Yo, Ted Danson needs to be back on TV." Yep. NBC was like, "We need it." Yep. So I, but I do like the turn though for him to play this character. Like it's not yeah. Sam. Yeah, it's not exactly. you know Becker. It, it, I feel like just, he had spent probably 20 years after Cheers distancing himself from Sam. Yeah, and in some cases, on the bad side of things, let's not forget Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, like, yeah. What was that, Made in America? Yes. Oh, well, no, let's not forget Made in America and the blackface thing. Yeah. Yeah, Ted, Ted did some... So yeah. for me to be like, hey, I'm, I'm back for Ted. consistently had a TV show. Oh, hold on now, Lee. Hold the on. Past 30 no, 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 we're we we not Cuban being this. Hold on now. Are are we giving him the okay blackface? <laughs> no, mm. I'm saying the point is he's doing good, and for me to Ooh. even say that mm. after yeah. the blackface, mm. I don't know how I feel about this, people. Hey, come on, dog. I was still right. Hey, I was still blackfacing him forever, and he still will forever be blackface. I'm just saying his quality of acting on this show is enough to make me go, all right, I'll look at a little Ted Dancer because. After the blackface, I wasn't fucking with Ted Danson. Yeah, at all. And I'm, I'm really that's why I didn't watch Becker. That's when I fucking sat there and saved a private Ryan and, and was like, "Oh, this motherfucker here." Yeah. I, yo, was he in so Saving for, Private Ryan or the Thin Blue Line, or Thin Red Line, or whatever that shit was? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Yeah, 
But you know, I'm just saying for the whole point for me to be like, all right, well, I can I can rock with him watch on this show. That's a lot. Now I might not rock with him on a personal level because he, you know, he black did blackface. I thought that yeah, but okay. he's he's really good on this show, and that just speaks to the volume of talent. And I feel like him, Kristen Bell, who I mean, she ain't got to do much but be Kristen Bell in everything. Um, yep. And the other characters are really great. Like the the cheaty character, that dude is perfect. Um, their neighbors, I love it. I don't know what homegirl's name is, but I call her CC two point Yeah, she good. Um, I like her. She is so good. I, I think. Yeah, her yeah. accent is great. It's great. And I, I think, yeah, I think the acting is being brought together, and it's it's a good show. I like the concept. I think it's a very nice concept. I think it's that was something actually, different. That was a good and joke. I, that was a good joke. The accent joke. That was a good joke. Oh, yeah. No, if you think about it, though, they talk about the fact that everybody's, you know, whatever they speak is being translated so that yeah, everyone true. understands. And he's like, wait a minute, so there'd be no reason for her to have an accent. That makes total sense. That's a really good joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I was, by the way, side note, I was just checking out Ted Danson's uh, Wikipedia page. He's pretty much been the lead in a TV show since 1982. Consistently. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of crazy. He's, he's, he's had a TV series. What is it? Uh, Cheers, Inc., Becker, Curbune 3. Well, he's with him, sorry, Becker. Help Me Help You, uh, mm. Damages. Oh, the HBO joint. Sports uh, Death. Yeah, Sports Death. CSI. Yep. Wow. And then now this. CSI Cyber. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Then, well, yeah, CSI, that didn't last very long. Yeah, it wasn't Chad on it. or Shad? Shad yeah. Moss? Yeah. Shad Moss. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, Damon, now now let me hear you rip the show apart. It's not even a, a rip. It's just, it's tepid. It's, yeah. it's just not that great to me. Like, I... The jokes are not super funny, um, but all of the things that you guys have said is true. The acting is good. All the characters are good. Um, you know, it's just, it's cool. It's cool. It could be it could be a bad start. I mean, like, I still remember Parks and Rec started off, for me, Parks and Rec started off poorly. The first season was, like, not great. It took them a season to figure out, like, which aspects of Parks and Rec were going to work better than others? They, I feel like it took them two seasons to actually pick. They had, they had to change who Andy was. They got rid of uh, the first Mark. Um, yeah. They brought in Rob Lowe. Like the dynamic between you know Anne and Leslie. Like when they got those things situated, the show took off. Yeah, I right. feel like this has the opportunity to do that. It's not there yet. There's like this like. The seasoning is there. The gumbo's not ready, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- th- there's some good ingredients, but the gumbo ain't there yet. <laughs> right. And I think one thing that we, we've gotten with the show is, and to get to the whole, you know, the whole premise of the show is, we're, you know, they're supposed to be in the good place. And obviously we have this character that doesn't belong there. And you start, you know, kind of going, like, especially with the two-parter, you're like, all right, where is this going? Are there more people that don't belong? Like, because yep. one thing that happens is in the second episode, don't ruin Michael it. Mentions, don't ruin it. All right, don't ruin it. Let's just say the fact that people who are there were not supposed to be there has been established neg- negative consequences. Yeah. Right, and I'm just yeah, and so I'm just wondering, um, you know, just from that that point, I think 
that leaves room for the show to grow because you can introduce more characters that may be in that situation. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like Last Man on Earth. Mm. Mm, a yeah. show I have not watched in a while. Yeah, that shit's wild now. It's very wild. Well, Lord Miller, dude, I can imagine. But, you know, if you think about it, the opportunity to introduce people who may be very similar to her and have just been hiding out, waiting for the, you know, the right person to come along and be like, hey, I don't really belong here either. That shit is, you know. Endless. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it, and my wife and I talked about this because she watched it with me. The fact that, you know, you can basically change the rules every show. Mm-hmm. You know, there are no rules. So creativity is endless. Whatever you want to accomplish with the script, you can honestly do. But you just got to make sure it gets done. You got to make sure it's funny. Right. Now, Kristen Bell's not terrible. You know, she she is, you know, kind of charming. But you still got to get to the point where you get some good laughs. Like, the consistent laughs got to be there, dog. The, the, that, the, you know what? I'll agree with you on that. The interaction between she and Chidi, good. You know, when right. uh, he was like, where am I from? Sensodyne? <laughs> That's a good joke. You know what I mean? That's a good joke. Yeah. Um, But, like I said, the gumbo ain't ready yet. We, we got some shit in there. The gumbo ain't ready. So, uh, you got to put it to us like this then. Are you, you going to give it a chance or are you not rocking with it? I don't know, man. Like, I may, I may let y'all watch a little bit more. Uh, come and on. come back. Damon, what's in the rotation for you, by the way? What's so, the, we, you know, like, we watch Brooklyn, mm-hmm. we watch New Girl, we watch Blackish, which came back hilarious this season, by the way. Um, you know, we, we just, like, we just came back to Blackish, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta, which is a every week watch now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and support Issa Rae with Insecure. Uh, what happened to uh, Fresh Off the Boat? I just don't have time for it. Okay. Nothing mm. negative to say. Yeah, no, no, no. I still think the show is very funny. There are times where I think they may be trying to rely a little bit too heavily on Constance Wu. But, okay. you know, she is a breakout star. But the show is supposed to be about the kids, not the mama. But you know, oh, are, so are the kids maybe not that great, and they just had to no. change the story? Or is it no, the, the kids are still funny, but it's been very well established that Constance Wu is the breakout star of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and obviously she's been taking Hollywood to task over the fact that Asian, having Asian actors, man. exactly. You know, and but then you know the internet is savage, and they show pictures of her and her white boo. And they trying to discredit what she's saying is not being relevant because she got a white boot. And it's like, man. That don't matter. Right. That don't make none she said wrong. <laughs> uh, that is, that's usually, uh, I don't like when people do that response. Um, it's, I don't like when they ignore the argument someone makes. Um, By who you're dating or who you yeah. choose to love. Who you with. Yeah. That shit makes absolutely, it means nothing to what she said. It just means that you're, you know, you're trying to move the goalposts, but everything she's saying is true. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, Fresh Off the Boat's still funny. Um, oh, speaking of ABC shows, man, uh, obviously, I know y'all still are not watching one of my favorite ABC shows, Goldberg's. right? Yeah, I knew he was going to talk about the Goldberg. Go ahead. 
look, as a as a child of the eighties, who yeah. who lived who lived through the eighties, <laughs> like that's one thing I have to I always have to preface with people because they're like, oh, well, you didn't really live. No, I fucking lived through the eighties. The show is pure eighties nostalgia, dude. At the best level, at the finest level, I, I feel like you know Adam Goldberg, who was just the guy that came up with the show. Like this is his love letter to everything that was sweet and pure about the eighties. Because when we talk about the eighties now, I think you know for a lot of people that lived through it, and a lot of people that look at it, is we have this history that we look and go. We were blinded in the 80s by consumerism and pop culture, and we should focus on the dirty dealings and all the ugliness that we went through and the shit that was conducted in the 80s by our government and under, you know, Reagan and the world at, at, at large at the time. But for a show like this is like there were still some amazing creative things that came out of the 1980s Absolutely. and things that changed culture in a big way. And I love this show for doing that because it references all those things that now – a lot of times people forget about or people mock at. Like, most people now and the Gen Xers and, the old, you know, people who are now rolling into their 40s that were teens and preteens in the 80s, like, they're the only ones that truly go, like, oh, man, there was so much. Like, they're the ones that still understand the importance of a John Hughes film and understand what those things were about and the different things that happened. And, like, this show is trying to keep that alive because millennials and younger generations, man, they don't give a shit about that. That shit is blase to them. It's corny. And it's like, this show for me is like that innocent in that that very like tough time. Like that was that innocence, dude, because the eighties wasn't happy. You know, mm-hmm. poverty was up, people was poor, crack was out there. You know, shit was rough. That Black shit. people didn't have no fucking help. You know, and for this show to happen and kind of take that away and then create it the way it is, dude, I love it. I I, I try and I know I ride for it all the time with you guys, but I'm really trying to tell you. And this show is now been on since 2013 dude it's almost up to 100 f's it's good and it's on the air still for a reason that's all i gotta say dude everybody fucking brings it everybody brings it yeah i mean when did wendy mcclendon covey you know there are very few things where she's been bad at if ever dude she i i don't want to uh and this may be going too high on the stage dude i think she should go down as a a, a classic sitcom mom because mm. If you if you grew up in the 80s and your mom was in the 80s, dude, at some point in somewhere, your mom, a piece of her character was your mom. Because your mom was somebody that was her age, raising kids. Hmm. That's all I got to say, dude. It's it's there. It's there. So. Okay. Guys, I didn't even realize this, but like, I was thinking about ABC shows. I didn't realize the middle was still on. Yes. It's going into its eighth season. Is it really? Yeah, dude. And it comes 168 on. episodes already. Jesus. Yeah, and it's it's shown on Freeform. I don't know if it's in syndication anywhere. Um, it has a big, 160 dude. episodes. Yeah, it's, the middle one, um, still comes on. This one, one of those, like, Disney or, um, God damn, ABC Family. Uh, Freeform. So remember, they changed uh, the name from ABC Family to Freeform. Freeform. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't remember that, but you're right, yes. Yeah. Well, it's been actually it's been on syndication uh, on Freeform AB slash ABC Family since uh, I don't know 2012 or something like that. Probably it's been on for a long time. W I think WGN picks it up, dude. That shows. I I don't know why it's on for so long, but it's on. 
I mean, like, it's just quietly just done really good ratings, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Filler, dude. It's a filler show or something. It, I mean, it's been in front of Modern Family its entire time, but it's, you know, it pulled, according to this, it's been pulling in a steady $7 million per week for the past seven years. Seriously? Dude, I don't know how ABC does it. Those are, I mean, well, those are gigantic numbers, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so... You know why? Because it's a lead-in show, though. Like, AB... ABC is smart, dude. They sandwich their shit together. Yeah. Because you get news, you get game shows, you get one little opening sitcom, you get your main shit, then you get your nightly news or your late-night show. Mm-hmm. They, I, they, they are smart when they lead in, when they have a show that they know can stand tall as a lead-in, whereas you look at, like, Fox. You know, Fox does tries to do lead-in shows, and they always end up switching... Everything around, like especially when yep. The Simpsons was really hot, everybody was either on before The Simpsons. Oh no, we gotta put them on after to get some air. Like they would always mess them around, and then the ones that aired before inevitably got cut off. Futurama, you know, inevitably died and ended up on you know Cartoon Net- not Cartoon Network, but Comedy Central, yep. you know, to keep it alive. So it's I think ABC is just smart. They know the right formula for the right show to lead up because you put a show like The Middle on that shows you know kind of a wacky family, and then you get. Modern Family, which, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say a 1% family, uh, I mean, you know, in that primetime slot. Yeah, but but uh, the middle is, it comes on at 8, right? It comes on at 8. I think Modern eight. Family is at, at no, 9. At 9. Because of Goldberg's 830. 8.30. Goldberg's right, 8.30. 830 because yeah, but before that, it was the middle and then then um, Modern Family. I, yeah, I definitely remember Modern Family used to be like 8.30. Yeah, that was the very first season. And when Modern took off and won every award, it got moved to the 9 o'clock slot from the second season on. And after that, it became an even bigger juggernaut. And then Modern became the anchor. Every show came after Modern. Right. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so I take it we are not watching anything on the, 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 the eye, right? The CBS, we're not watching anything on No, the I'm not. You know, they... The we're not encouraging Jim Parsons being the highest paid actor in television? Fuck out of here. No. I'm, I'm not even, right. I'm not even checking for Joel McHale. You know, the fact that CBS had, what, six new pilots going yeah. to development and all of them are about middle-aged white men? Get the fuck out of here. Well, they're they're, they're millennials. They're millennials. Joe McHale is he's hanging with some young millennials. I'm Joe sure. McHale's forty five, dude. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Tending to be a fucking uh thirty year old. Don't let community get you fooled. That motherfucker's forty five. Oh. Well, he's not playing a millennial. He's working with millennials. Don't that's the that's the concept. Don't matter. They're still gonna make his character younger than he actually is, dude. And he's five away from fifty. Right. <laughs> Like, um, like real about that shit. Yeah, like Sun played ball at UW. Right. Like he was in Washington playing football. Um. Like, so the name of the Ted, De- I mean, uh, Joel McHale show is called The Great Indoors. Yeah. Which will premiere on October seventeenth, October twenty seventh. Um. Kevin you, James uh, got a new. Got a, I shouldn't say new. Another show. Um. I. Sequel to. I like King of Queens. I don't like you disrespecting King of Queens. King of Queens, sure. That's a that's a very funny show. But why do we have more shows with regular white men? Like, does, well, does CBS feel like all the other networks can have people of color on TV? They're like, well, fuck it. We don't need to even attempt to put a person of color. I am sure one of the best friend characters is going to be uh, black. 
Of course he is, because that's well, just... Well, they gotta have one. One. Gotta have it. Yeah. Like, they always have a token. Uh, let's see. Is it, uh... Hey, look, man, CBS viewership, you know, are made of old people um, of a certain makeup that may or may not be voting to make America white again. So, right. you know, they're going to keep they're going to keep with what they show. That's Let's show white people. Let's show white people. Oh shit, we forgot to show you white people. Yeah. Now <laughs> more white folks. Yeah. I mean, um, dress up any way you want, like it's still going to be a middle-aged white dude. Mhm. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, how uh, much Jim Parsons making an episode now? Fifteen. He's make. He's. I believe he's making twenty or something. It's twenty per episode. Yeah. Per episode. Uh, wait, something second. Jim Parsons. Is this their tenth season, right? He's getting one million per episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, so he's making twenty-four million a year. Yes. God damn. That's the. Actually, I think the entire. I think yeah, he's I, getting yeah, the most, got, but I think the, the rest of the cast is getting about the same. Yeah, because that's the the friends money. Mm-hmm. That, that was always the deal. Like whatever you do, you just gotta get their friends' money. Yes, but I think they definitely give him a little bit more since he's the most important character and the one who's been winning all the Emmys. Is he the most important? Yes, he is the most important. <laughs> how, how, wait, how is this even a question? He's clearly the most important. I don't think so. I mean, Sheldon, come on. But if you take anybody else off the show. Sheldon take, doesn't work. You can take Indian dude off. You can take Jewish dude off. No, you definitely can't you can take, take Jewish dude off. You can take Jewish dude off, man. Um, uh, you, you can take him off. I think you you can't. The only people you can you can't get rid of Kelly Cuoco and Jim. I'm not. I, I think I, I think everyone else is up for grabs. That's ridiculous. I think it's fucking. Can we just get rid of the entire cast and get a new show? Can we put this show off? But clearly, no. Not, not as not as much as. It, Continually getting what twenty million viewers? Yeah, which it's still it still gets. It still gets tons. Uh, there must be something wrong with the rating system because it's not even that it's um it's getting a lot of viewers. It's just get, it's getting so many more viewers than any other show on television that something is is just wrong. I mean, like the boxes is rigged. Yo, it houses every show except football. Exactly. How does how is that possible? So it just it, and it, and you know it crushes it in the in the young viewer in the eighteen to forty nine. I I don't get it. I don't get this shit either. Um, I have no clue. You said eighteen to forty nine demographic, dude. I don't buy it. No, seriously. It, Everybody it, watches that show. They love that show. Uh, we I are the minority it. on this, dude. All right, well here, you know, I'm always going to be in a minority because I never got any CBS yeah, show. Really, they, they don't. I never ever really. They don't like um, my sensibilities. But Layton's different though. Yeah. Two and a half men. Uh, yeah, Layton's different. I I I watched. I know I didn't know. No, not two and a half men. But I like. Uh, I Everybody watched King of Queens on syndication. I never Everybody watched that. Raymond. I never really watched that. Um, um, but I did watch. Uh, you know. Probably watched that new Cosby show too, huh? I never watched Cosby. I never watched Cosby. No. The Cosby murders or the Cosby no, murders. Cosby. 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 Yeah, yeah, Cosby. Just, just Which Cosby. Dougie does. Yeah. And Jerry. Felicia Rashad was his wife again. Yeah, so, so weird. So weird. Only good thing coming out of that was uh, the late, late great, uh, poor Catherine, being in there. Other than that, show sucks. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, all right, um, let's 
I don't really love CBS. I think that's pretty well established. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, we are in the super minority on this. People find their brand of comedy very, very accessible and very, not even like they find it very funny. Like, on top of all the other shit, they find don't it. Don't know funny. how. So, but we're wrong. You know, Alton, uh, uh, what's her name? Is uh, it Alton Janney's killing it on. Um, oh, Mom? Yeah. I still don't understand how that show is on the that air. That show is still not funny to me. I tried to revisit it to see if, you know, maybe the gumbo got good. Nope. That shit still does not resonate with me. I think Two Brook Girls is still on. Yes, it is. Um, well, I, there's a reason that's still on, though. You ain't never lie. Two reasons. <laughs> Two big reasons. No, no, no. People, people, people find the skinny girl very attractive, also. Which is uh, yeah, no. I, I was talking okay. about the, the the two main ladies. Sure. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about another two. I, I wasn't. No. I was being sexist. I was being dirty. I was being no, dirty, I, dirty man. I was talking about the two main, the two leads, man. <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> Where are you? Mm-hmm. What's her name? Jane yeah. Beard or something? The two main ones. What's yeah. her name? Is it, is it Jane Beers, Jane DeBeers, something like that? Uh, it don't matter. Beth Beers. Beth, Beth Beers. That's an, yeah. And Kat Denny. Yeah. Um, they love that. Yeah. Um, so uh, you, so you guys, uh, let's see, Fox. What's what's going on with you and Fox? Uh, how's uh, things with um, New Girl? New Girl's Anybody? so funny, but they're 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 on they're treading they're treading water. Mm-hmm. Because they have, uh, they've very firmly gotten into the Jess and Nick business. It's back again. Yeah, really, back because again. I, I was reading something that pretty much everybody's in a relationship except for uh, Jess. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Nah, dude. They, they. Matter of fact, when they started the start of the season, in the first episode, they do a, a pretty much like, oh, this is what you missed in the last, you know, season, mm-hmm. and they went right on the end of it when like the dude Jess was with was like. Yeah, this ain't gonna work out. You need Nick in your life, and that was it. It was like, like yep, this is gonna be the, the plot of the show, on again, off again, with Nick and Jess. Like you run out of ideas. Yep. Yeah, they tried. Why aren't we exploring my man uh, Winston once again? <laughs> well, I think uh, Netta Pedrad is um, Pedrad, and she's like doing something else. Yeah, she's on that uh, that Martin and Gina when they weren't allowed to be on the same set. Like she's doing, she's skyping into every episode now. So I'm sure Nassim Pritchard is doing. She's either producing something else or acting in something else. So you know that like all of Winston's plots revolve around he and Allie, but Allie's not there. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? You guys checked out Son of Son of Zorn yet? That's the new Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen. I thought that was what I thought I you were going to watch that. I thought that was going to be high on your list. I am. I am. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm actually really looking to watch it. It looks kind of Lord it's, Miller. So yeah, it's I, good. I, it's good. If, if anything, I can tell you, it's it's funny, dude. Jason Sudeikis' voice is Zorn, and it's. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for you, dude, but it's really funny. Uh, I think they got the whole like joke of it down together dude it's like what if he man was your dad and like what did he do like outside of you know battle, battle and skeletor like what he what was he like on saturday mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying That's it's the premise weird. of the show well yeah more or less okay so the premise of the show is zorn is a he-man like superhero that um lives in this mythical uh world and basically he had a wife 
and so play by Cheryl Hines. Dude, can I? I'm going to go on a tangent, dude. I got a thing for Cheryl Hines. It's weird. <laughs> I, just, I don't care, dude. I don't, man, it's weird. I got a thing about her. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, so um, Zor, yeah, so Zor is a warrior from uh, Zephyria. And so he goes back to Orange County to reconnect with his son. Um, and basically, um, his ex-wife, who is now remarried to uh, this guy named Craig, that's a professor, played by Tim Meadows. And so basically what happens is Zorn, you know, decides after his wife tells him, like, you need to be in your son Alan's life. You need to, you know, help him out. Like, he's at an awkward phase because he's a teenager. He's, like, you know, 16, 17 years old. And so Zorn ends up trying to get a job and trying to be around in his son's life. And instead of really being a dad, you start finding out that Zorn is is a giant man-child in himself. Like, he hasn't grown from the person that, um, you know, his ex-wife married. And so it's just like him adjusting to society, adjusting to trying to be a good dad, and at the same time, you know, fucking up and being an ass. It's It's funny, dude. It's funny all for the fact that some reference to like the superhero cartoon genre and you know just the jokes the wild crazy it's it's lord miller dude it's definitely you know 21 22 jump street type shit it's you know balls to the walls crazy it's not as i don't know it's not as odd um as you would as you would think you know last man on earth is um it actually like kind of makes sense like the things that happen and like people's interactions with Zorn aren't very weird. Like, he's just a normal dude, and he might reference where he comes from or the type of shit he's done, but other than that, it's, you know, everybody just sees him as this normal dude that's just kind of, like, corny and, like, needs to grow up. And it's, it's a decent show, man. I think it's well-written. It definitely has laugh-out-loud moments. Uh, I got my girlfriend to watch it a couple episodes in. And in between pies. She laughed. It's in between pies. Uh, and she usually doesn't like that type of stuff and she's all in she thinks it's hilarious so i you know i say check it out dude it's it's funny i think it's i don't well let me say this i think it's funny i don't truly know how long it'll last yeah. i think it's funny but i think the concept in itself might turn people off yeah i and mean so that, that might hurt it yeah i mean that, that's a that's a good point that's a that's a really good point but i mean like a lot of fox shows their initial premise could turn you off you know absolutely i mean like you know last man on earth you know before it came out i think a lot of people were going to be were initially just turned off by the by the premise i don't you know some people were intrigued some people were turned off and i think uh what you can definitely say about fox is that they are different uh, than uh you know abc uh, abc and nbc there's no there's no crossover so um you know sunday night you want to you want to you you finish watching uh you want to watch football night in America? You can watch some Son of Zorn, Simpsons, Bob's Burgers. Is that back? I don't know if that's back. But um and um yeah and all and uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um you know you get you got your good two hour block there. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, uh, they're in a weird space right now. Uh, how so? Because the you know when the show relies too heavily on the star, like in the beginning of Brooklyn Nine Nine when it was so much Jake. Mm-hmm. that's what the first episode of this season was like. The second episode was better because it was interspersed with cuts with the 9-9 and Jake and Captain Holt. But the fact that the first, you know, first full episode was just Jake and Captain Holt. 
you know, Jake's antics at some point, like, you, you get tired of them, so. But, mm-hmm. it's still a very funny show, and it's going to be a very funny season, so. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, major networks. Um, so, let me ask you guys, have you, um, anything else you were anticipating? I, I you know, I didn't bring up a full list here, um. Actually, you know what? Let me ask you this. Um, what uh, was your thought on the most recent season of Veep where, um, you know, our girl Julie Louis won again? Um, yeah. Three separate sitcoms she's, she's won this, uh, you know, best I mean, she's a beast, dude. Like, you know, yeah. you, you can cut it any way you want. She's a beast, huh? Selena Myers is an excellent character, and Julie Louis Dreyfus murders it every season, dude. Yep. She is just... I, I, you see, like, to see an actress, like, evolve and just, like, own her characters, like, she is owning the hell out of Selena Myers, dude, and she yeah. just brings it. She breathes new life into that character. Yeah. Every episode. Yeah, really. Character never feels stale. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, There's that new, um, Amazon show, too. Oh, I forgot the name of it, though. Is it talking about the Woody Allen one? The Woody Allen one? There's the Woody Allen one, and then there's another one with a female lead. She's a little bit ridiculous. Oh, Tig Nagaro? Nope. The, uh, the Tig, uh, Tig show is there. There's another oh, one. Oh, I know what's... I know what's oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Yeah. I know it's... It's a British show, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know what show you're talking about. By the way, uh, speaking of British shows, I saw the, the second season of uh, what's its name? Um, uh, the of that British show, uh, the other where where they had the, the pregnancy. I saw yeah, the second Sharon season. Horgan. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. I saw I saw the second uh, season of that. That was uh, really good and ends on a great cliffhanger. Uh, it does um, end on a great, but it, yeah. it, was, it was a little hard to watch in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a little I, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know, this was not a very, you know, happy season. This was a difficult um, season. Catastrophe, yes. Yeah, um, catastrophe. Yeah. Uh, I can't like catastrophe a lot. It is a, uh, it is, a, it, it is a British, it is a British show. Well, I'll use those words. Yeah, I mean Sharon Horgan, you know, she, the She's sensibilities awesome. are grounded in her because a lot of it is written from the perspective of her life. Like she, mm-hmm. she has a kid. Where nobody could pronounce the name of it. Really? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Mi- 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 Mirna. 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 Is it Mirna? But we're not doing it better. But no, like her, her real kid's name. If you look at it, you can't say it. But I think it's actually seven. Or like uh, Sav. So, it, <laughs> so she really did do this. <laughs> it's a, it, it follows very close to her life. Uh, oh, by the way, do you know that she is that new Sir Jessica Parker show called yes. The First? She yep. is the uh, creator of that show. Yep. So, yeah. so she, she and Sarah Jessica are working together. Yeah, she's uh, about to get her money. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that, she's, that, you, you think that show is going to be uh, successful? I mean, I'm... Yeah. You, it will. Okay. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Folks That's love it. her. People love her. Yeah. It'll I, it'll do numbers off of the strength of her. Yeah, I don't like it, but you know, some people. I like Sharon Horgan, so you know, I, I would give it a try off the strength of her. But mm-hmm. yep, yeah, it looks like Sharon Horgan wrote the first three episodes of the show, and she created the show. 
So we at least know the first three episodes will be here. <laughs> yes, and it actually premieres this weekend. That's what you say. It, it premieres this weekend, this Sunday. So I'm very interested to see where, where that goes. Mm-hmm. You know, get, that, get that cash money. That's all I say. You you got to get paid, like, especially yeah. for somebody like, you know, like her who is such a talented writer as well as a comedic actress. Like, she has a very distinct voice. But she's found a way to to parlay that into, you know, writing and creating here in America. There just aren't many people who get that ability to do it. And obviously, Brits are better actors than we are. But, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get to the point where they're producing... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Brits are better actors. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, don't, I don't even think that's a question. He has a point. What's wrong with y'all, man? Dude. It's um, you know, the way that I've heard it described is it's America. Come on, it, even it, when we wrong, we still right. You guys, nah, nah. the way that I've heard it uh, kind of described that I and I don't know if this is actually true. It's just that um, you know, acting is more respected. Uh, you know, growing up compared in 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 overseas compared to here. Um, and so a lot of those, you know, they, a lot of those people in, in England, they're, they they grow up. Every, pretty much everybody grows up. You know acting or respecting acting here you know if you were in drama club in high school you're in, sometimes you could be cool but most likely you're not yeah and and, and the other thing is that they cast for talent we cast for attractiveness yeah okay that i will give you so you we know. don't want ugly people on film yeah we refuse to put ugly people on tv even you know even if the person that we do put on there can't fucking act so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not Fleabag. That's the name of the show, by the way. Um, like I'm not. Like, if you watch a lot of British television, you can tell the shows that have become very uh, popular to Americans due to the fact that the cast itself might be a little bit more attractive. But you know, the the British shows they cast on quality. If you're a really good actor, actors, you gonna get to work because you act well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the fact that Rob Ryden has uh, kind of uh, come up and you know he's become a big thing within a very short span of time in the U.S. speaks to his talent, man. Yeah. He's not like uh, the most good-looking uh, fella, and uh, but yeah, he's you know, talent as an actor. I mean, like I remember the show that he had. Um, my gosh, I can't completely forget the name, but he was like a total douchebag in that show. But then he made a lot of good appearances in movies here, and yeah, he's now he's uh, got his own late night show. He's going to be making a lot of money, and uh, with the carpool karaoke, is uh, really um, been a big hit for him. That dude talented, man. Think about an actor like Dom Hall Gleason. That is not a dude that you're going to put up as like you know, as a lead. Yeah, Dom Hall Gleason yeah. can act his ass off. Absolutely. He can do anything. He's not, uh, not a bad looking dude. He's tall and awkward. Yeah, he's <laughs> awkward too. He's he's a awkward six, he is a six foot redhead, I will say. Yeah, he's a, yeah. a six foot ginger, dude. He's awkward. But that dude is talented as fuck. I mean, from the the sci-fi show he was on with our girl Haley Atwell. I mean, he's been... Oh, in, when he did the episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, he, his Black Mirror episode was crazy. Um, you know, the, the he force, the, he was in the, uh, rapid. Right. He was good in the force awakens. 
Um, I first really noticed Ex Machina. Him in, uh, yes, Ex Machina. Yep. Um, he was in the uh, Anna Karenina. Um, yep. That's that's really good. The Joe Wright uh, Anna Karenina. Yep. Um, and I think he was in About Time, the the yes, romantic was, movie about which was really time. was really good. Yes. Again, Dom Hall Gleason, super talented actor. Dude has worked really hard at his craft, and you know what? If he were American, he would probably get very few chances to shine. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I suppose that is uh, that is uh, true. That is true. Um, so let's see. Any other networks? Um, so I've um, seen some trailers for Search Party. Um, you guys yeah. heard of that? Well, we talked yeah. about it the last year, right? Six. Yes, right. I've actually seen a little bit of it in uh, uh, going, and it's, uh, it seems interesting. Got Alia Shawcat. Um, she's basically searching for um, her best friend, who well, acquaintance, not best friend, acquaintance who goes missing. Um, hard for me to figure out what exactly is going on there, but I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to see Alia Shawcat finally get to lead a TV series. Yeah, I agree. Uh- um, you know, oddly, yeah, oddly enough, I was listening to another podcast, and they had Michael Showalter on the show, who is, uh, I think, he's the creator of the show, and he said it's um, it's got a little bit of a Twin Peaks vibe to it. So I'm actually I'm interested to see where that goes, especially with the characters being these kind of like stoner kids and whatnot. I'm interested in seeing with the Twin Peaks vibe that very oddness where this goes. Because that, that can make an interesting combination for, for That makes a lot of sense to me if Shawcat's in something that's weird. She don't do regular shit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Nah. It's supposed to, yeah. yeah. And once you, you know, that's got to be weird once you mention something like Twin Peaks. So. Uh, I mean, that's like I, the I don't of weirdness. Know if, uh, you can't really yeah. out weird Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks? Yeah. Um, oh, never. So I mean, I, uh, uh, I'm, until we get to that second season, which is just bad. But you know, um, it's coming back. It's on Showtime. Yeah, is I'm, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Is, is David Duchovny going to be in it? I'm not sure. Okay. Not sure. Yeah. Because I, I would need David Duchovny as my cross-dressing uh, guy. Yes, yeah, like it's um, a, it is a standard of weirdness. It really is. It's, Absolutely. It, let's see. All right. Yeah. It's uh. Whoa. Kyle McLaughlin. Yep. Uh, I, yep. I see. I see David Duchovny here. I see David Duchovny here listed as Dennis Denise Bryson. Um, so yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. That show. I I still remember um back when uh when I actually used BitTorrent uh as BitTorrent BitTorrent as my BitTorrent client and. Uh, I downloaded the entire thing because I heard, you know, got, because I love Munholland Hall, Hall Drive the movie. And I was like, oh, he did an entire TV show. I gotta gotta see it. And then I saw Twin Peaks, and I was like, uh, I, I I don't even know how to respond to what I'm seeing right now. What the hell did I just watch? Yeah, I, no, that's definitely, you know, it's definitely. What the uh, hell? Whose man's is this? Like that? That's, yeah. What the hell did I just watch? This is whose weird. man's this is, is this? <laughs> Why is yeah. he in a dress? <laughs> <laughs> and then so, so yeah that would have been around 2003 and i was like uh i was like oh boy Aish. 
I don't know, man. I how is <laughs> no one would ever? How did this show get a second season? Right, right. seriously. And um, See, but think about it. It's still lauded it, as like. Oh no no! How did it get a movie? Yeah, I mean, a yeah, movie? one of the best. Yeah, one of the best. Uh, People yeah. still to this day talk about theories. You know, they still got theories. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, so yeah. Excuse um, me, wait a minute, hold on, how are we second on the table? We just beat these mother. I'm sorry, they're, they're showing the, uh, the Premier League table, and the Tottenham Hotspur beat Manchester City this weekend, but we're still second what? on what the table. He's, he, he's talking about European football. Yes. Oh, this is America, Jack. <laughs> you watch too much coming to America. The only football we talk about is the NFL. <laughs> It's America, Jack. You, European football. European football. Yeah, I, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur supporter, not a fan. Soccer supporter. You're yes. a hooligan? No, no, no. I don't. I don't get down with hooliganism, but I am a Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> supporter. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, I'm just messing with you. Um, on this week's episode of <laughs> Goal Shot, Clayton and God Hey, look, if you, you ever need to watch, uh, uh, man. Come, on. come on, you need to watch Men in Blazers. That should get you right. That shit's good. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so, guys, uh, if you guys don't have uh, anything else to uh, to mention, I think we should probably try to wrap up right now. Uh, I do have one last question. There, there we go. Uh, how about we talk about these Raiders being 3-1, and one, y'all? I just want to get that out there. Let's clap it up. This year, it's happening. How many episodes? Uh, how many episodes of Luke Cage have here. you actually watched? Uh, I am I'm on episode nine. Uh, okay. I just finished uh, the episode where he got arrested. So, so I got two more episodes uh, left. To, to like, okay. to, so you're on like episode eleven right now. Whichever episode he got arrested in, um, that's the. That's I'm episode. on episode three. So we're, I'm, you're only I'm, wait. You're only three episodes in. Yeah, I got kids. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be sitting up in the crib during daylight hours watching this shit. Y'all cutting into my Luke Cage time right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's, uh, you know, I'll say this. It definitely starts strong. It definitely starts mm, strong. Okay. Um, mm. It's, uh, I'll, let's, uh, they introduce a character. No, 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 no. I, I in the middle of the show. That I don't feel was too much of a coincidence. I'll, I'll say that. Wasn't neat. It's to be there. The the relationship between that character and Luke Cage is too much of a coincidence, and I, I maybe I don't I don't like it as much. Hmm. I'll just say that. I know which I, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I kind of appreciate how they did versus just like, oh you're here, I'm here too. Like they kind of was like. Yeah, this is what you need to see. Like, let's just go ahead and seek you out. Like, it, yeah. But other than that, I will agree with you saying that it starts off really strong, and now it is starting to get to that point where I'm like, I'm grudging through this to finish it. Yeah, and I don't think it's a it's a problem of the the show itself per se. I think it's a problem with them going with the format of it, all these long ass episodes. It should have been the same problem I had with your. Ten episodes. It should have been ten episodes. Eight to ten. Dude, I am on episode eleven of Daredevil. I cannot finish it. Oh, don't feel bad. You know how many times I had to go back and rewatch episodes of the second season because I know I fell asleep or I just lost interest. 
because I'd be like, oh, dude, I don't remember that. And I know I said two episodes. They, they it's have, just, it's too long. They have the ability to make the shows as long as they want yep. and as many episodes as they want. I don't understand why they're forcing themselves to make episodes they don't need. And I, and I do feel well, you know what? there's a road trip in this in in the show that is just too long. Uh, it's crazy. There's no reason to have 13 58-minute episodes. Like, you can put a couple of 40s in there. It's perfectly okay. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you're not um, bound by... It's one of those two. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a problem that Netflix has. Um, I was listening to an NPR article last week, matter of fact, and they were talking about Netflix and the way they're doing their original content is that Netflix doesn't know how to handle this shit. That, that's what they said is one problem, that uh, people that produce those shows, write for them, shoot the shows, have with Netflix, is that Netflix has this market, but they don't know what to do when it comes to creating original what? content, what? and that their involvement and input isn't always for the best. Um, and so you kind of end up, because Netflix really is trying to, if you haven't noticed, and I don't know if you read this, but Netflix lost 50% of its titles that it was carrying. Because yeah. what they're trying to do is, they want to start pushing original content. They yeah. want to be more, more than just a online watching and rental by just rental service. They want to be able to say we are our own network and station. And so they lost titles. They're losing contracts, and they like they have this thing. And everybody keeps saying they don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's frustrating industry people. So we'll see how long this lasts, dude. But that's Netflix's problem right now. Did you hear, um, did you ever read that article, um, did you guys hear that, um, what is it, um, the show with uh, Kyle Chandler, uh, Black Lines, or whatever it's called, Blood, Blood Lines or something yeah, like Blood that? Lines, yeah, Blood They yeah. have spent $250 million to make the two seasons of the show. You're kidding. It's insane. Yeah, um, you're kidding. It, I was like, and I was like, what? And I mean, like, it's only like, I mean, like, when you, I guess when you think about it, um, uh, when you think about it, it's been like what the twenty six up two seasons for twenty six episodes. Yep. Um, but I mean, still two hundred and fifty million dollars. Nine million dollars an episode. An episode. That's crazy. That's yeah. insane. But they say that's what's happening, dude. And it's and I'm glad you brought up that that show. Mm-hmm. They said that that's one of the shows where the people that were like writing and creating they have constantly been frustrated with Netflix because Netflix just. They don't know how to handle their shit. So the thing, another thing is that uh, Netflix does not tell does not tell them how well, uh, you know, the, the show's, show's doing. doing. Yeah. You don't know if people just say, "Yeah, we're happy with the show." They're just like, "We're happy with the show. We want you to do another season." So you, you can't tell what was working with the show. You can't pull, you know, they can't pull, you know, viewers. The show's, hey, you know, what do you, what do you think works about a show? What doesn't work about a show? Just the Netflix thinks that they're just giving the people freedom, so they're just like. All right. I mean, I guess we'll just keep making it, but we don't know if it, if people are watching it, if it's working or not. We're just um, just making content, just making the best content that we can, I guess. You know, and it can it can be kind of frustrating. Yeah, because right. the because the get down has gotten, you know, it did not get a second season. Well, I don't I don't think that's been confirmed yet. Um, oh, but it's it's been very tepid response. You know, I and. I don't know, man. They spent a lot of money on that shit too. A shit ton of money on that show. Bass. I don't. Did you, 
Did you guys finish that show? I did didn't finish either. Watch? I didn't no. okay. finish it either. How many episodes did you get in? Uh, zero. <laughs> okay. Two. How about you, Dan? Two. Thank you. I'm at two. I got in two, and I was like, uh, I can't do this for a right. whole fucking 13 episodes, man. Yeah. They got to break that shit up, dude. Like, not everything needs to be an hour long for 13 episodes. 13 episodes. And if you are going to do that, be smart about it and split this shit up over, like, two seasons. Take oh, those so check me out. By, by, make, con- by contrast, by contrast, um, your girl, uh, Maria Bamford, her show mm-hmm. was at Miss Dynamite, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Lady, Lady, Dynamite. Lady Dynamite. She, her show was really good. Mm-hmm. Her show was really good. And they were short. They were quick, short episodes. Didn't yeah. feel like you were watching forever. Yeah. Very fast. Like, very you guys, fast. You guys just, you know, there's another sitcom on, on Netflix called Easy that premiered yes. the week yeah. before. Yep. And yeah. uh, it's like eight episodes all about Chicago, basically. Yeah. Um, love, love in Chicago. And I'm like, wait, you have a show coming out the week before Luke Cage. I hear nothing about it. Nothing about it, and then all of a sudden, uh, I, I saw I see a tweet uh, from uh, what is it? I see a tweet from Kate Mikuchi saying that she's on a she's on a new Netflix series uh, that yep. you watch it. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, you, you, you gotta you gotta advertise that. All all the episodes written by Joan Swanberg. So yeah. Yeah, no, I I know the show exactly what you're talking about because you know I go through Netflix and I was like, wait a minute, is this shit really on? Like, wait, what is this? And I was like, wait a minute, this shit look like you got the makings of something halfway decent. Didn't hear anything about it. Uh, yeah, and even Lady Dynamite, you know, Lady Dynamite, I I did not hear. There was not a big ad campaign for it. It's, it's like you know they want to just they want to start they want to start making content real. Um, you just, they just want to have content, and then, you know, they pick certain shows to do the big advertising. Uh, right. Yeah, but the problem is, like, you have, like, not everything is going to be Kimmy Schmidt, but not everything needs to be Kimmy Schmidt. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't deserve to get marketed. That is true. Um, yeah, that is true. Um, there was also that show that, did you guys ever watch that uh, that, that other Netflix show, where they gave you know eight comic eight comedians, uh, you know they gave them one episode of a show or something like that. Do you, you guys no, know what I'm talking about? I did not. So, no, no, so, I know what you're talking about. I so, so it was a show on Netflix where they they just go they went to some famous well some indie comics and said here's money you get to make one episode of a TV show and uh, do whatever you want and uh, so you so it's like ten episodes ten different written by ten different comics. Um, I forgot the name of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, uh, it, it's hit or miss, but, like, no one talks about it, but, um, yeah. yeah did, it it aver- did it get advertised? No. Did not get advertised. Did not. No. It's, I mean, was it, like, Project Greenlight, you know? N- no, no, no. No, um, no, they just, they, they took the community. It was called, like, it's called Netflix Presents the Characters. Huh. So you got, a, so you've got Lauren Lapkus. Yeah. And it was, like, each one got an episode. Yep. Yeah. Lauren Lapkus did one? I'd watch that. Uh, she did Lauren Lapkus, John Early, Henry Zabrowski, Kate Burlett, Natasha Roswell, Paul Downs, Tim Robinson, Dr. Brown. Hmm. So, yeah. So it's just, they just, you just give them, um, they give them money and uh, say, just do a show. And that's it. I don't know if there's going to be another season or not. Very wow. well. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Netflix is uh, they're doing some. What see? So what do you think about what uh, any of the Amazon stuff? You guys watch uh, anything? Uh, any the Tignagaro? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Tignataro show yet. Um, you know, I I. You have Fleabag, right? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Yet. I want to. Yeah, um, yeah, that that falls in line with my my British love, so I need to check Fleabag out. Uh, Mozart in the Jungle coming back, uh, very yep. soon, December ninth. The most boring show Red in the world. Coming back. Red Oaks coming back uh, November eleventh. Uh, oh, is it? I was afraid it was going to get canceled, dude. I'm happy for that. Is a High Man in the Castle coming back too? Yeah, so that is coming back. Um, we've also got yeah. uh, a crisis in sixteen, which is in the Woody Allen yes. Uh, show. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, got Woody Allen, Miley Cyrus, Elaine May, Rachel Brosnahan, and John Magaro. Set during the nineteen sixties. Yeah, apparently, Miley did very well. I could believe that. I could believe that. I mean, it's not that she's not talented. She just wouldn't. Ah, uh, I could. She. And Montana for years, the girl can, she's been on TV, she can do it, she just, she had her Christina Aguilera shit. That's true. Had her dirty face. That's true. Yeah. You know, if you notice now, she let her hair grow out, she's just starting to look like she used to, you know, she just had her Christina Aguilera dirty face. That's all. Uh, How about, uh, did you guys uh, see I Love Dick, the uh, Kevin Bacon, Catherine Hahn? No, I didn't. Oh, I did, I did. How was that? Um, it was, it was interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I just say it's an interesting concept, but for one thing, dude, I like Catherine Hahn. I think she is a hilarious, hilarious, hilarious woman. Um, it was just like kind of this interesting thing, you know, she moves to this new town and Kevin Bacon is Dick and he's just this kind of cowboy and she just, you know, all of a sudden becomes enthralled with him. Like, he's just, that's it, you know, dick. Yep. Um, it's, you know, it's interesting. Um, did I vote for it to get made, you know, to get put on? I did, but I did that because I like Captain Han and I want to see her do well. Now, will that translate into me continuing to watch the show? I don't know. That's how. I, that's what I'll leave you at with that show. How about uh, John Claude Van Johnson? Yep. Which stars uh, John Claude Van Damme playing uh, John Claude Van Damme, a global martial arts and film sensation, but he's also a, a private contractor uh, named Johnson. Uh, it's got uh, Felicia Rashad also. <laughs> yep, Felicia Rashad, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, and then also there's the Tick, which is coming out uh, next year. Um, but I think it's going to be a drama. It is. Um, was not feeling it. It's a dark. Was comedy. not feeling it. Oh. Yeah, I saw. I saw the pilot. It, I didn't like it. It ain't even a dark dude. I don't even know where the comedy's going to come in, but I just was not feeling it at all. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Because for like me, it. it was way, way too dark. It was way too dark. Like they got it. Right when Patrick Wahlberg did it, this is not this is not it. This is yeah. just not it, dude. I wish it. I actually went. You know, I did I did the voting for everyone I watched, and I was like, no, don't give me more episodes. Of that. Yeah, I, I didn't want anything. And I was very cool about my. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't want anything more to do with the tick. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like the dude that played the tick. I didn't like, you know, I didn't like the tone of the tick more than anything. The tone of the show is really fucking depressing. It's not oh, fun. Dark, dude. It is. Like, the whole introduction to, you know, oh, it's just, yeah, man. I, I didn't like it. I just did not like it, dude. I don't know. Uh, watch it for yourself. Um, Layton, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with Damon on this, dude. I didn't like it. It was too dark. It was really depressing. You know, it yep. was dealing with, it, it, you know, dealing with the themes of suicide and yeah. murder. and de- It was just not, right. it, for, it, it, it was not what a person, me being a person that read the comic book, The Tick, and then watched the series, like, it wasn't what that was. It was not that, that, that series. It wasn't that thing. It was weird. Like, off, off, there's, you know, intro is just like so dark and so Hell depressing. Yeah. It's like, I know. Like, Arthur's not a person you want to know. Yeah. Like, you just don't want nothing to do with that dude. And it just was not happening. So, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know why it got made. I don't know who thinks this is a good idea. And it'll be something worthwhile. Um, yeah, I'm good. Can I? Uh, one more thing. Um, this is kind of an off topic, but we're still on Netflix. We're gonna go go back to Netflix. You guys, both '80s guys. You guys seen Stranger Things? No, I was talking about Voltron, Legendary Defender. I saw uh, some of it. I did. It's good. You know, I like it. I didn't I, love. I didn't love show. the animation at first, and I also felt like those episodes really? were super long. But. It's, you know, it's cool. I'm not angry. Second season coming up. They, they say the second season's going to go real dark, so. Why? I could see, I, I could see why they could go dark with it, though. Because there were some, not dark themes per se, but you could see there were some. The themes are definitely darkness. there. Like, they hinted at, like, yeah. you know, if you get captured, there might be some raping happening. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? You might, you might, yeah, you might get raped and you might get put into some fighting pits. Yeah, like, yeah. All like, in the same night. Yeah, they it, might take your booty hole and then be like, "You got to fight for it too now." Right. Like it got a real, it, like, it went real left real fast. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was a. I don't. You you guys didn't finish it then. I take. Uh, no, I saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing. I didn't finish. Did you? I liked it. I thought it was. I, I thought it was great. I thought the the twist at the end of the last, like the last. Mm-hmm. Episode, episode, the twist at the end of the season was amazing. I'm, I'm all for that show, dude. I will definitely watch that show. Cool, cool, cool. But you, you know, I haven't seen. I only saw the first episode of Stranger Things, so uh, you guys can maybe oh, talk about that up. a little bit. I don't know. You're fine. Are you, are you kidding? All right. No, I'm gonna leave. All right. We won't talk about Stranger Things. Yeah, we not, no, we not. Talk about that. No, no, no. Let's, 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 let's not talk about it. I, I'm gonna catch up, but like, it's like crazy, man. I don't have. I can't have time to watch an hour long show. It's, it's trust me, you'll make time for Stranger Things. Dude, it's good. It's only yeah, dude, you will burn through all eight of those. So like, that's a Saturday. Thing. I'm in in the morning. I'm done. So here's one thing. He's seen the first episode, but Ray also wasn't here during the '80s, in which the time of nostalgia, like kind hey, of. Man. I, I, I like I, I, I like my uh, eight. What is it? Eight millimeter. Super eight. I like my super eight. Super eight. Super eight's terrible compared to this. Absolutely. Um, th- this is what super eight wishes that it was. Okay. Wow, that's, that's saying a lot because I like Super 8 genuinely. This is much yeah. better than Super 8. Um, it's, it's a hundred times 
better than Super Yeah, it, it's much better. It's much right, better like, than Super 8. Um, but the it, thing... It took like, what Spielberg was going for and was like, no, nah, let's show you how it's done. Yeah, the, this is like Spielberg meets fucking Stephen King. and But there's like really some some nostalgic notes that are not... They don't hit you over the head, but they make everything feel authentic. That if you've never really seen them, you know, it, it won't resonate with you the same way. You can still enjoy it, but it just may not resonate the same way. Um, I think you should really watch it, though. I, it is, to me, Stranger Things is I, the, it's the horror story of the year. I actually have a t-shirt, so, yeah. For it. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> So let's uh, let's wrap it up there. And uh, Damon, speaking of horror, yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, let's let's wrap it up. You have a podcast of devoted to uh, to horror and similar things. Um, I'll say, you know, maybe you can catch us up on uh, what you've been watching. I'll say this: I saw both Blair Witch and uh, the other one, the the one about the house. Um, uh, wonder where to try to rob that house. Um, and oh I yeah, don't say, breathe. Don't breathe. Yep. I'll say this. Love Don't Breathe, did not like Blair Witch. Yeah, and I'm, and I'll say this: I've never seen, I never seen the original Blair Witch yep. or the sequel. So just, I was coming in fresh. It's perfectly okay to not see the original Blair Witch because this is the exact same movie. Um, the Don't Breathe definitely a a tighter film, you know, claustrophobic. Um, I thought Fetty did some great work with the camera, especially in the the all dark sequence. Um, oh, that's, that's... I think they went a little far with the twist towards the end. Like they they went really really um, hard. Yeah, that was that was. You know what I mean? Like like they tried to make him you know a really terrible version, but also maybe some sympathy. Like you're not sure, but but then. There's little things about that movie that I didn't like. I talked about this on the show. The fact that the the mom's boyfriend, he wasn't just a bad guy. He also has that swastika tattoo. Like, he's a double bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's so bad. <laughs> like, we get it. He's a bad guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I didn't, like, I didn't dislike Don't Breathe. Um, I, liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little tough. I'm uh I enjoy, I prefer my my horror realistic rather than supernatural. So yeah, like, like and the Blair Witch is going to be a really tough sell for you. But you do actually get to see the Blair Witch now, which is a lot yes. better um, than the original, which, which is good. But, you know, you, you're definitely like, come on, man, by the end of that film. <laughs> um, so your your podcast is Get Out the Room. That's right. Uh, at Get Out the Room. Um, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, on, uh, you on, can on find Twitter. me yeah, at DAE021, and you can find Get Out the Room, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, Podomatic, getoutthroom.podomatic.com, and basically anywhere where good podcasts are found. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, uh, Alex. Have you seen any horror movies lately? What, what, anything that you want to talk about, just in general? Or have you not been getting out to the next No. Movie? Horror movies aren't my thing, dude. Nah, well, yeah, I ain't been getting out to the theaters one, but horror uh, movies I, are I, I, thing, I will, I'll ask the I crucial question, I, I, which is I, the... Every the, now and then, but, yeah. I'm going to ask the crucial question. The the best horror, oh. horror-ish movie I've seen this year. Have you seen The Invitation? 
Alex. Alex? I, I finally saw it. It was on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. It's very good. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. It, 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 I thought it was great. It was great. So I'm all about I, that. I, I still think about that movie. Um, still think about that movie. Actually, yeah. it's either it's either Invitation or The Witch that I that I really do. The Witch is a tough ass film, dog. The Witch, dude. Hey, I know this is how I know The Witch was a tough ass film because I told Damon to watch it. I was like, Yo, did you see this yet? And he was like, Nah, I ain't seen it. He hit me up. It was like, Yo, I gotta talk to you about this movie. <laughs> he called me up. It was like. No, no. <laughs> Black Phillip? I was like, yes, Black Phillip, dude. Yeah, Black that Phillip movie is a killer. I still make Black Phillip jokes to this day. Yeah, like, I don't want no goat around me, never. Like, dude. you need to go somewhere. Because that's just crazy. Dude, that was, like, delicious. <laughs> dude. Uh, was, just, man. Yeah. By the way, Damon, really, one more quick thing. Your thoughts on The Shallows. Did you see The Shallows? I did see The Shallows. Oh, okay. um, I like The Shallows. It, you know, it's cool. It, it, it's a Blake Lively vehicle. Um, cool. <laughs> you know, the ending was a little Steven crazy. Come on. It's right, yeah. Steven Seagal. Right. Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah. Man. the the ending was a little ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, all right. the the physics of her escape do not work. <laughs> but you know. Look. <laughs> I, I dug it. I dug it. I was all. I was all. Um, but Alex, where else? Where else? Online can people reach you? Um, Twitter. Uh, Twitter, man. Like you catch me on Twitter at Jiggy's my day job. That's that's where I am all the time. I'm uh, you are tweeting. a noted uh, Denzel. Uh, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 I I am a, a noted Denzel. Uh, I do get mentioned a lot. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, check me out there. I, you know, we can always cross promote, but yeah, my name is always flying across Twitter when it comes to uh, the hashtag of Gisellet and uh, Gisellet. So, then, yeah, then, that's then, my then fans, a few like words uh, for, for people who like you. Uh, uh, he didn't have words for me. Everybody keeps pointing to me about it. It wasn't, he didn't have words for me at all. Okay. All right. You no, know, not for me. Uncle Denzel. Those can do. Yeah. Did you not see it? Yeah, I did. He was not uh, happy. He was not happy. He wasn't happy. But I didn't make any memes. I was celebrating it. I I, I walked in his shoes. I walked the walk. I understood what it was like to have that mustache and Adidas tracksuit. I did it. Uh, I did that. <laughs> Yo, he was not happy about that. If he could see how empty my wallet was. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let him have it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that blew my tweet a little too much. All right, and then finally, uh, so I'm on uh, Twitter, uh, Late Gordon, L-E-T-E-G-O-R-D-O-N. I have another podcast. It's called the LNL Movie Show, Long Late Movie Show. It's uh, you can find that wherever good podcasts are uh, broadcast. And uh, Before LNL, we go, what did you guys, show? what did y'all cover this week? So you know, my my wheelhouse is always going to be uh, as, as as you guys are going to make fun of me for this, but uh, I, I watch pretty much every. Young adult movie that comes out. So oh. this weekend, I uh, I saw uh, Miss Peregrine's uh, yeah. Peculiar Children. Ava Green. Uh, not recommended. Yeah, not I heard it's not good. It is junk. I heard it's whitewashed. It's Tim Burton's not very good. Uh, and, I, I uh, it, it is very white. It is. It is. It is. I don't. I don't. Uh, Sam Jackson's the only black person. Um. Movie. So 
So let me, let me see now. I would let's, say, let's not even talk about that. Let's, let's rank it. Uh, so, you know, I'm a big fan of Jumper. I don't know if you guys know Jumper. Really? I'm, wait, I'm, wait. The Hayden Christensen movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a running I, joke. I, on I the thought that was a funny movie. I thought it was fun. I liked it. it was it's fun. a running joke uh, that, um, that the other two guys don't like Jumper. But I like, I like Jumper. Really? Uh, every time they say, hey, you know, what, what do you think should be a movie that should be a TV show? I like, Jumper. I like Jumper a lot. Either that or Push would be my... Uh, not, 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 you know. Okay. Push, push, ain't, push is not good. No. You know what? No, no, no. Here goes the thing. Push had potential, bad execution. Push bad is execution. a modern day super movie, superhero movie before people were allowed to make superhero movies. Okay? No, I, would, I wouldn't say that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I, you, you, you could, it is, it is, there are superheroes. I mean, like, um, you know, yeah, I, I, but I, I like, I like to push. Well, they have, they have, they, they have the powers of superheroes. And they were building out a whole world that I was... World, they had world building I was interested in. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know if you... I know they did a novelization with it or some comics that, like, kind of fleshed out the story some more that were that were interesting. Like, I, I, I actually... I'm with you on this one, Lee. I enjoy Push, man. Don't let uh, anybody take that away from you ever. Okay, so um, so I saw I saw that. Um, Russell saw Queen of, of Cotway. Oh, so he was one of three people. <laughs> Uh, yes, and then uh, Shira saw Deepwater Horizon and My Blind Ooh. Brother. How was that Deepwater Horizon? Uh, she recommends it. She, re- she okay. does recommend uh, Deepwater Horizon. Um, yeah. It's got, uh, what is it, Gina Rodriguez in there, right? Um, but Gina's on the other side. No, Gina is on the on the tanker. Yeah, yeah she's, on, she's, on, she's on the tanker. Okay. Uh, and then uh, they also saw the Amanda Knox documentary on Netflix. On Netflix? Yeah. Uh, also I do. I heard a lot of that. That is some angry people out there, man. Yeah. Why? What, what, that made people angry. Why, why would Why would that make people angry? For whatever reason, Amanda Knox strikes a goddamn core with people. A nerve with people, dude. People just like, fuck you, bitch, die like that. Yeah. They really feel like that. that. And it makes, I, I won't say it doesn't make any sense, but the level of dislike and I can even say hatred towards her all of a sudden is insane. Oh, wow, that's, that sounds crazy because... Yeah. Was, Did you not read the article? Sounds like oh. she was real, real, pretty much railroaded. Railroaded. Um, yeah. So I, I did not know that. Um, yeah. So um, so that's what's going on on the long and late movie show. Um, so that's what we saw. And uh, yeah. So check 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 out that show. Check out always try to check out this show. Situation Pod me. Um, tweet us any sitcoms that you want us to watch. If you have watched, what are your thoughts on some sitcoms? Um, and uh yeah, so for Damon and for Alex, I'm Leighton. Uh good night everyone. Get that paper boy. Get get that paper.